0: Do you know someone who's dealing with narcissistic abuse? Like they're in a relationship, in a marriage, and they're the one getting abused. Maybe you've started to notice it from interactions that they've had with them and the other person. Maybe you've started to see it like just face to face of like, this is what's happening. Maybe they're telling you about it and you're like, this seems narcissistic. Like, do you have a loved one that's experienced this, who's gone through this, and now you want to support them? And now you're like, hey, how can I help? Maybe you're unsure of how this person is actually going through, how to be able to help them heal in this process. Maybe you want to learn practical ways to be able to show up for that loved one in their journey towards recovery. Well, it can be a very tricky thing for people first to acknowledge admit that they have been abused by a narcissist and oftentimes tricky for the people around them to effectively support them if they have no clue of what's going on. So if that's you, this video is for you. Because I want to try to help like paint a picture so you understand. And if you help, if you understand stuff about narcissism, you're going to be able to connect more with the person who's suffering from it, okay? So diving in, if you don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, change, and development. I'm on here to help people understand more about narcissism, be able to build an awareness, and be able to work on yourself so that you don't go back to a narcissist, you don't get with a narcissist, or in this video, so you know how to support someone who's been with a narcissist. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the Escape Toxicity Challenge, which is called Escapetoxicity.com. So check that out today. All right. So anyways, diving in. Narcissistic abuse is traumatic. It is a devastating experience for the victim, okay? And that is what's happening. It is a person oftentimes that is used and abused and manipulated emotionally in ways that makes it so hard to be able to identify what is actually happening. So oftentimes, it leaves the people around them to be like, oh, just leave. Like, just go over it. Get over it. Like it's been six months, you should be fine. Like what's actually going on? Like, why are you still stuck on this person? Like, I think you still want this person. So many of these things, okay? And oftentimes people don't understand that when you're with a narcissist, it's compounded, it's compressed really quickly. So think of it this way. One day with a narcissist can be like a week. One week can be like a month. One month can be like a quarter. Quarter can be a year. Like it can be compounded really, really quick, okay? And a lot of people don't realize that. And the other piece that people don't realize is the trauma bond effect, which brings you to a place where you're like an addictive nature and you're addicted to that toxic person. Like you want to go back, you want to interact, you want to see them. You're like, I hope he calls me. Like he cheated on me a million times, but like maybe this time he'll be better. Like maybe he'll get it figured out. Maybe he'll get it fixed. Maybe he'll come back. We have so much potential together. And it goes on and on and on. Okay. But you get into this addictive cycle. And then other people that are outside the relationship are like, uh, what's the problem? Like, why aren't you just leaving? Okay. So it's important for the victim to have a support system. The person who has been abused by a narcissist to have a support system of loved ones who actually understand what they're going through and can provide comfort and encouragement. So we're going to try to walk through some of that a little bit. Okay. Uh, First step is just listen and validate. Do you know how many times people are with a toxic person and in an abusive relationship that no one validates? Like sometimes the first call I have with someone, like a discovery call, like working to, through like one-on-one of like, Hey, what's going on? Tell me what's going on. And they get finished talking or they talk the entire time and they're like, wow, I didn't realize how fast it went. And I was like, oftentimes this is the first time you've told someone and they've been like, no, this is the first time that someone's listened or the first time that someone's understood. And so a big piece in someone's healing can just be like shutting up and listening to them. Like you don't have to offer solutions. You don't have to fix them. You don't have to like fix the problems that are going on in those moments, but just listen to them. This is one of the easiest advice for me to give, one of the hardest ones for me to do. Not necessarily for clients, but with close family members, close friends. And that's where it gets really hard. That's when the rubber meets the road of like, okay, now I need to sit back and I need to listen and I need to validate the experiences that the people are having. But when I do that, it helps. It helps build a connection and it helps build a growth aspect. One of the most important things you can do for a loved one healing from narcissistic abuse is to be a good listener. Allow them to share like their experiences, their feelings, and this is the key part, without judgment. There's going to be stuff that they're going to share that you're going to be like, whoa, like, I can't believe you did that. You're going to have to do it without judgment. You're going to have to sit back and provide a safe place. And then you're going to have to validate their feelings, their experiences, their emotions, as they may have been gaslit and made to feel like they're the crazy one. And so when you start to underrate or to devalue the things that they're saying, you further some of the abuse. You actually further some of the things that have been happening in that relationship. Let them know that you believe them and that their feelings are valid. It's okay if you don't see it. It's okay if you don't understand. What you need to do is just be there for them. It's one of the hardest things for people, but be there for them, Okay. I want you to think of this example, like uh, when you're listening to them, when you're interacting with the person that has been narcissistically abused, like just say like, hey, I believe you, like your experience is valid. It takes strength to even share the story and I'm here for you. It's like supporting, acknowledging, hey, this is what's going on. Totally get this. I'm here for you. Like, let's talk. The second thing. So just in case you missed it, the first one was listen and validate. Okay. The second thing is this aspect of educate yourself. Uh, I kind of mentioned like in the beginning, like it's important to actually understand what narcissistic abuse actually is so you can better understand what they're going through. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to go in this giant resource. It doesn't mean you have to do all these challenges or different things to work on yourself. You're mainly just trying to understand, hey, what are they actually going through? What's actually happening? Because when you're able to understand, when you're able to connect, it brings out this empathy piece. That empathy piece is a piece that you actually bring to the table with saying, hey, I understand what you're going through. I haven't been through it. I don't know all the nuts and bolts of it. And I haven't had that experience, but I at least understand. When you start to learn about it, you can better understand what your loved one's going through. You can learn the tactics that are used by narcissists. You can start to understand like, wait a second, they actually do feel crazy because they've been gaslit. Like they've been manipulated. They've been taught that they have to give in. They have to just comply to the things that the other person is telling them to serve the person that's there. And understanding that these tactics that help support your loved one, it can avoid like you unintentionally like triggering them. Oftentimes you're in a, you're in a communication, you're in a talk and all of a sudden you trigger them because like what you said wasn't a bad thing, but it was something that connected with them in a different way. Be like, Hey, like totally get that. Like if I ever trigger you, like, please let me know. It's not my intent. It's not something I want to do. But I don't know all the ins and outs. I don't know all the things. And I don't need to know all the things. But I just want to be able to say like, hey, if I trigger you, like, please let me know. And sometimes people can come up and give this example of like, hey, I've been working on doing some research. I've been trying to study something about narcissistic abuse. And I want you to understand, uh, like, I want to understand what you've actually been through. Like, can you tell me more? Can you help me understand more? Like being there for them, listen and validate and then educate yourself on it. Okay, because if you get to the place where you're just like, yeah, this doesn't exist, doesn't real, like you further your abuse, you're just enabling it. And so you need to be able to understand, hey, there's things that are going on. Let me actually engage with them. All right, number three uh, would be this aspect of can encourage professional help, like have them work with someone while you can provide sports for your loved one. It's important to recognize that healing oftentimes is a long and a difficult journey. The hard thing here is they got to find a therapist or a coach that works well with them. I've worked with a lot of different people who have spent thousands and thousands of dollars on therapists last year. And they thought like, hey, this would work. And it never did. And in one session, they're like, wow, you get it easier than a lot of people. And I do because I've been there. I've walked that road. I've done those things. So understanding, hey, totally get where you're coming from because that's what I did. That's where I was. That's what was going on. A lot of times when they go to a therapist, they feel like they're crazy and they don't actually get the healing they need because the therapist is like, well, we don't diagnose other people. Well, we don't work on this. Like, well, like here's a couple like self-love things that you need to change. And it doesn't change anything because it hasn't actually changed the mindset. It hasn't actually changed the toxic addiction that builds in your mind. It's called a trauma bond that pulls you back to that toxic person. Anyways, that's a little side rant, but like understanding like that addiction piece is really key and it's key for them to seek someone who's actually going to be able to help them. So encourage them to seek professional help, therapy, counseling, uh, to help them process the trauma, EMDR therapy, EMI, uh, different aspects of it. There's many different pieces of it. Uh, I've got a couple of videos on YouTube just talking about like, hey, like go look into this. What do you need to look for in therapists, in a counselor, things like that. Um, So being able to support them, okay? Uh, The fourth one is being able to practice self-care. Now, what I mean with this is like being able to practice self-care on yourself so that you're in a good emotional state to be able to help them, okay? Supporting another person that's going through narcissistic abuse can be emotionally taxing and draining, uh, especially when they're going on and telling you all about everything that's happened, okay? Which is a good thing, but it can be really taxing and draining on you. So it's important to take care of yourself going through this as well set boundaries, take breaks when you need to, prioritize your own self-care that you can show up for your for the loved one that's in your life when they need you, okay? So like, I wanna show you support, but I need to take a break. Like, can we just take a pause and come back? Like, let's talk later after I had some time to recharge, to be able to work on this, like to be able to understand it, okay? One of the biggest things is like just understanding and validating. Like, I know I said that at the beginning, but like, if you can understand about narcissistic abuse and validate that it's real, because the other person that you're dealing with or working with right now might be thinking it's not even real, like he wasn't that bad, he wasn't that abusive when he actually was. And so when you when you come in into into the forefront, you're like, yeah, no, it's not that really big a big deal. Like it further validates the gaslighting that they've already believed. So hopefully this gives you like a perspective or an idea about narcissistic abuse. And I would definitely encourage you if you're new to the channel or if you're new on here and you're wondering how do I actually support a loved one, like watch some more of the videos because they talk about narcissism. That's what the channel is about. Uh, if you or your loved one need support, uh, additional support, like going through healing and working through like getting out of the, the mindset of like what's actually happening, understanding it more, like consider grabbing a one-on-one. You can go to rawmotivations.com, you can click on the one-on-ones, and what I do is I specialize in helping survivors of narcissistic abuse actually work through the trauma bond, break that, like rewire their mindset, and grow towards living a fulfilling life because it all comes down to the story that you believe and the story that you're telling yourself. It's not just time, it's not just distance, and it's not just no contact, and it's not just knowing everything about narcissism. None of that is actually going to help you break the trauma bond until you change up here until you change your thought process and your mindset. Otherwise, that person will always go back and you'll always be wondering, why did they keep going back? It's because they're still telling themselves a story in their head. And that story seems like a good reality when in reality, it's actually false. So go to rawmotivations.com, click on one-on-one or send this to a loved one to try to be able to help them move forward in their healing journey.